result. You are now tuned into Pulse Pounding with Mickey Dillon. Good evening, sluts. It is me, Mickey Dillon. Welcome back to another episode of Pulse Pounding. Honestly, all anyone can seem to talk about this week is the fucking Adam Levine cheating scandal. And I am so sick <laughs> of seeing this on my timeline and hearing about it. First of all, I do not condone or support cheating in any sense. If you are a cheater, you're a fucking piece of shit, okay? Just get up and leave like an adult. I don't understand why this is news or why everyone in this country is so obsessed with celebrities. I swear to God, this story came out and I could not get away from it everywhere on my Instagram timeline, on Facebook, on Snapchat stories. It's just everywhere. All anybody wants to talk about is Adam Levine, the cheater. Why do we care? Why does anyone give a shit if Adam Levine, who is a rock star, is a cheater? Like, this is not shocking news. Why are we talking about this as if this is something that has any effect on your life? I do not understand why people are so obsessed with this shit. They talk about these celebrities as if we're all in high school and they're our classmates. I, I just don't understand the draw. But whatever, let's get into it. The reason I wanted to talk about this, because I really wasn't going to, is this fucking girl that he supposedly cheated on his wife with, okay? This girl's 21 years old. She's an Instagram model, as she puts it, which I still can't believe is a career. And she made a TikTok video addressing this fucking issue. So let's get into it. I mean, if you are living under a rock and you haven't seen any of this, some screenshots came out of him going back and forth with this girl who he supposedly cheated on his wife with. So she posted a TikTok video with the screenshots in the background. I was young and I was manipulated and exploited. Excuse me, what? <laughs> This girl is 21 years old, and she claims in this video to have been seeing Adam Levine for a year, right? So that would place her at about 19 when this began. So you're telling me that a married rock star DMs you at 19 years old, and you don't know better than to not sleep with the man who has a wife because he's exploited you and manipulated you? I don't understand how that makes any sense. If you were 19 years old and you were old enough to put your assets all out there on Instagram to make money, which is fine. Take your ass out, pose however you want, whatever gets you to the money, that's fine. But if you're old enough to do that and make those conscious decisions, you're old enough to know that you shouldn't be sleeping with a man that you know is married or entertaining any kind of flirty situation with them. And if you do entertain that situation going forward, that is 100% on you, okay? Stop blaming other people for your choices because now you look stupid. Very easily manipulated. We're in five is practically elevator music at this point, so I'm sure... Elevator music at this point says the girl who has accomplished literally nothing but taking selfies in various tropical environments and posting them on Instagram for money because she has a lot of followers. But Maroon 5 is elevator music. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. I don't know why people's go to is to talk shit in a situation like this as if that has anything to do with this situation. Maroon 5 is one of the most successful <laughs> bands in the past 20, 30 years. 
whether you like their music or not, they're super successful. So for her to try to diss Maroon 5 because she was banging Adam Levine is so ridiculous from her position where she's making this TikTok video to explain why she's been sleeping with a man who has a wife. Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. After I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Okay. (laughs) That's the most weird fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. You are having a baby with your wife, and you texted your mistress to find out if it's okay with her that you name your next child after her? That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. First of all, what kind of name is Sumner to begin with? (laughs) S-U-M-N-E-R. What kind of fucking stupid name is that? What white people somewhere in America thought that that was creative? My morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. My morals were unknowingly compromised. And I was manipulated. You slept with a man that you knew was married because he was a hot rock star. Nobody's upset with you for that. (laughs) I know plenty of bitches who would have slept with Adam Levine on a plane, which is apparently where it seems that they met. Regardless of the fact that he had a wife, whatever, that's your business. But own it. Don't act like you were manipulated into this bullshit like someone forced you into it you did what you wanted to do if you didn't do what you wanted to do you wouldn't have lasted a year as you claim it has and that's another thing that i don't understand there's like three screenshots of the same messages going around there's no other proof that this has gone on for an entire year again i'm not saying that adam levine is right he's a piece of shit you don't fucking do this especially when you know that you're such a famous person that this is obviously going to come out at some point. He's DMing this girl from his verified blue check Instagram as if somehow this is not going to get out and make you and your family look ridiculous. Like his poor wife and children. That's who I feel sorry for. Those are the people who were manipulated. Not this fucking stupid bitch. Oh my God, I cannot. To come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do and being an Instagram model. Um, So being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes. I had sent, um, I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted, and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. Okay, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I never wanted to come forward. I wanted to handle this privately. Handle what privately? His dick? Because it seems like you've already done that. I wanted to handle this privately. I sent screenshots to friends I thought I trusted. Why the fuck in this situation would you be sending anyone screenshots of messages with Adam Levine talking about sleeping together and flirting if you didn't want this to come out? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And to me, sounds like a publicity stunt. This screams to me, I put this out there because I'm looking for attention and to go viral. And now I'm going to pretend that I am the victim in this situation. This is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Adam Levine then decided to write a message to his fans, I guess, explaining this situation where he said, a lot is being said about me right now and I want to clear the air. I use poor judgment in speaking with anyone other than my wife in any kind of flirtatious manner. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. In certain instances, it became inappropriate. I have addressed that and taken proactive steps to remedy this with my family. My wife and my family is all I care about in this world. 
that's rude. <laughs> what about your platinum album, sir? To be this naive and stupid enough to risk, the only thing that truly matters to me was the greatest mistake I could ever make. I will never make it again. I take full responsibility. We will get through it. And we will get through it together. I don't understand why he even needs to address this to the public. This is what I'm talking about. This is so fucking weird. Deal with this shit with your wife and your children. Why is everyone in this country so obsessed with famous rich people that we feel that they owe us an explanation for whatever they do in their fucking personal life. If your husband cheats on you, Sally, from down the street, do you then have to put out a bulletin on the community watch message board explaining why you cheated on your wife? Why do we need people to explain to us what goes on in their personal life, whether we think it's fucked up of them or not? It's none of our goddamn fucking business. Okay, this bitch then made a second video. necessary um hindsight is 2020 i initially wanted to go in and talk about how remorseful i feel and how embarrassed and disgusted i am with myself but i didn't want people to look at it and think like oh she's playing the victim but in reality it had the opposite effect something i now realize i didn't touch on enough was the fact that um one of my friends had attempted to sell it, um, which I realized yesterday whenever they reached out to me for comment. And so I was completely frantic. That is why that video is, for one, just so all over the place. And two, why I didn't touch on some of the things that I initially would have liked. So in this video, I would like to address some of those things. I only came forward because I wanted to kill whatever story the tabloid had. The most important part that I did definitely gloss over is the fact that I was under the impression that their marriage was over. I believe that they were keeping it quiet to avoid the negative press because, as I had said, I was new to LA. So I just assumed that with celebrities of that caliber that that's just how it was. And that's why I feel exploited because he knew I believed everything that he said because of my vulnerable position of being new to LA. Being new to living in L.A. is a vulnerable position. I swear to God, this generation has no fucking hope. This world is going downhill quick. What is wrong with you? A married man told you that he's separated from his wife. A famous married man. And nothing about that has come out. You chose to believe that. Fine. He's an asshole for cheating on his wife in any capacity and for lying about that. But you got yourself involved in this situation. I'll tell you what. If some married hot celebrity hit me up on Instagram and said, I'm getting a divorce, but no one knows about it yet. Personally, I would be like, see you the fuck later. Call me when you're divorced because I do not want to be wrapped up in this shit. And if I did involve myself in that, I would do so full well knowing that this may come out and be a fucking scandal Am I prepared for that? Because nobody does these things, especially people who are involved in social media and entertainment or whatever you want to call an Instagram model, because I, I don't put those two in the same category. But you are some sort of public person with a bunch of followers. You know this is going to come out at some point. And that's what makes me keep thinking that this is what you wanted. You wanted to be involved in this situation so that if and when it did come out, you would gain subtraction and go viral and be all over the internet the way you are now with your millions and millions of views on your two fucking videos that you've made about this subject. So that's fine. Just own it. 
Just own it. I hate that everybody lies so much and tries to act like, oh my God, I never wanted this to happen. I was manipulated. I was exploited. No, you fucked a married guy. <laughs> you fucked a married guy who's super famous and you acted like you had no idea this would ever come out and you don't want to talk about it, but you just have to. You didn't have to. You could have let the tabloid run the story and shut down your fucking TikTok and Instagram and let the smoke clear. And you never would have had to address this because you are not a famous person. You have a lot of followers for having your ass and your tits out. But so do a million other girls on Instagram. What separates you from them? Nothing. So if you would have just shut the fuck up and shut down your social media and let the smoke clear, if you don't want to be involved in this and you don't want to talk about this so bad, that's what you could have done. But you didn't because you do want to talk about it and you do want to be involved in this situation because it benefits you. Everything about the entertainment industry is sex. All we do now, we went from sex in videos, sex in music, to now actual sex on the internet. And everyone who has a fucking OnlyFans is propped up like this savior, this uh, this feminist savior for sex workers, and we celebrate it. So don't fucking pretend that you being involved in some scandal where you were fucking some guy is now going to ruin your career. Because if anything, it's now elevating careers because as a society, we've decided that that is something to celebrate. I'm not saying I, I don't agree with that or agree with whatever it is. I'm not talking about my opinion. I'm just saying that's what happens now. So don't pretend that this is going to ruin your career and you're so distraught at home about how you must talk about this and you must address it. You don't. Disappear for a few months. No one will fucking miss you. But you are using this to your advantage to gain something. And if you're going to do that, just be real about it and own it. I can't listen to this bitch talk for another goddamn second, I swear to God. Watching her face, first of all, she looks like Jack Skellington from the fucking Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know what it is about her face that looks like it was painted for Halloween for a fucking skeleton. Staring up into space. She's one of those girls where she's stating a sentence and it sounds like a question every time. I can't listen to this airhead talk for one more second. Also, he was DMing me straight from his verified Instagram account. I didn't have any reason to further question it but i now realize i didn't have any reason to further question it how about the fact that he had a fucking wife maybe that's a reason you should further question it maybe you should be like this guy could be a fucking absolute liar and until i have some concrete evidence that he's leaving his wife and a single man i'm not going to fuck him and or continue to message him if you care so much about your career and what could come out Well, how'd you find that out, bitch? How the fuck did you find that out if it was so unclear and you had no idea and it's not out in the news? How the fuck did you know that? In retrospect, I wish I would have questioned things more. I wish I wasn't so naive, but, you know, being naive is not an excuse for what I did in the role I played in this. Okay, I've had enough of Sumner. I've had enough of her shit. Honestly, I hate this whole story. I hate this whole culture. I don't know why we give a fuck about her. I don't know why there's 26 million views on one of her fucking TikToks talking about how she banged Adam Levine. Why do you care, people? Why do you fucking care? And honestly, fuck me too, because I'm the one sitting here talking about it. But it's blown up so much, I feel like we have to address it. So I fell into the trap too. Good for me. I, I just don't understand these people. I really don't. 24 million views on one, 13.3 million views on the other. Why do we care who Adam Levine is fucking behind the back of his wife? What is it to you? Get a job, get a hobby, find something to do. 
oh my god, out of control. And the rest of her TikTok. Oh, here, her other TikTok with her biting her fucking lips. A little toxic or I don't want it. <laughs> That's what she writes over the video of her licking her fucking lips. What an innocent victim who was exploited. I can't. All right. Anyway, Alan Levine, you're a piece of shit. Still hot, but a piece of shit. And honestly, these pickup lines he was using. Oh, my God. Who knew Adam Levine, sexy as he is, has no fucking game. No fucking game. He says to her, it's truly unreal how fucking hot you are in person. It blows my mind. You're 50 times hotter in person and so am I. Ha ha ha. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what a loser. Then she sends him a picture which is not safe for work. And he writes, holy fucking fuck. That body of yours is absurd. How are you such an hourglass? My God. Don't you? I don't understand. How many hot women have you slept with in your life? And this is the kind of game you're spitting? How have you pulled these hot bitches for your entire career? I have no time for these corny pickup lines and comments. I can take you no types of serious if you have this much of no game. Okay, so since we're on the subject of relationships, <laughs> accidentally, we need to talk about first dates, okay? I read a story on Reddit, I think it was, about a really bad first date, this person said. <laughs> I met a girl a few days ago before Valentine's Day and not wanting to be single on Valentine's Day, asked her to go out with me. We'd met up once before and she seemed cool, but things got weird. For starters, she wore the exact same outfit both times we met. A super old ripped up Hot Topic sweatshirt with a weird skeleton print all over it. She spent most of the evening looking up pictures of her favorite band on her phone. And when I say most of the evening, I really mean most of the evening. Even when I gently suggested maybe we could talk about something with each other, she'd bring up a topic that reminded her of a picture that she just had to show me, and she'd be right back on her phone. The only time she really talked about herself was to tell me all about the bizarre medical condition she had as a child, complete with photos while we were eating. The band in question was The Cure. Her phone was just hundreds of <laughs> Her phone was just hundreds of photos of these guys. She spent the entire evening talking about them and how much she was obsessed with them. This continued at the restaurant while walking down to the piers, while sitting in the park together late at night. I don't think she ever once had anything to say about me or the nice dress I wore that day. I'd even bought her a little store-bought box of chocolates, not really expecting anything in return, but wanting to make her Valentine's Day a little more special. After I gave it to her, she fished out an unopened box of those Chalk Convo heart candies from her purse, and then she told me she just happened to have them and gave it to me. I think I would have preferred nothing. We parted ways and mutually never contacted each other again. But man, to this day, I can't listen to Friday I'm in love without thinking about how awful that was. <laughs> Me having pictures of Rufus Dussol on my phone and talking about how life-changing they are. <laughs> so that was the weird first date that I read that got me off into this tangent of asking everybody what happens on first dates that makes you want to never see that fucking person again. So let's read some responses from you, the listeners. First person says table manners, how he treats others can be a big no-no. I agree. If you have bad table manners or you treat people like shit, whether it's the server, whether it's people we encounter along the way, that is a fucking problem. I always say the most important part about people when you're looking to like get into a relationship is how they treat you, how they treat themselves, and how they treat others. 
beyond like the trust, respect, whatever, loyalty, whatever your things are. But how they treat themselves and how they treat others is very important. Next one says, bringing up an ex and taking pictures of food. I agree. If you're on a first date and you're taking pictures of the plates and the food, I I can take you no types of serious. I've had enough of you already. Talking about an ex, I feel like that's like depends on the situation. I don't like to do on first dates, not that I've been on one in a really long time, but I don't like the whole, let's run through our dating history. Let's see if we even fucking like each other first. How about that? Let's start there and then we can talk about what's gone on in our past. Next one says, tip like shit or be rude or disrespectful to any person we encounter while out. I agree, 100%. Send food back to the kitchen. (laughs) Talk about an ex nonstop. I could go on and on. I agree. If you're sending back your food, you're probably a fucking asshole because the normal way to handle things is to not send things back and just never go to that fucking piece of shit restaurant again. Next one says rude to the server. 100%. How you treat waitstaff in a restaurant is so telling about who you are or in a store. Like if we're in a store and we're shopping, could be any kind of store, clothing, fucking CVS. I don't care. I'm always super friendly because I've worked in customer service so long to anyone that's in a store. And sometimes they're a fucking asshole and that's on them. But how you treat people in a store that are working there or in a restaurant when you're being waited on by somebody is so telling of who you are as a person. And it sometimes makes me feel when people are rude to servers, like you just think you're better than that person, which makes you less than that person. Anyone who thinks they're better than everyone around them actually ends up looking super small and fucking worthless in my book. Okay, next one says, runs through their dating resume or choose with their mouth open. Fuck that shit. I sometimes am paranoid because, you know, when you're in your own head that things sound different. First of all, I never chew with my mouth open unless I'm in the privacy of my own home. That's my business. But I sometimes wonder, like, am I a loud chewer? Does this sound as loud to everyone outside as it does in my own head? But for sure, like chewing with your mouth open or talking with your mouth open while you're like chewing. No, thank you. I mean, if you've been in a relationship for a really long time, who the fuck cares? You end up doing shit that you wouldn't want other people to see you doing. But that's besides the point. This one says jobless or living at home with their mom. That 100% depends on the age. Personally, if I'm going on a first date and you live with your mom over the age of like 26, 27, I'm not going. And that's not hating on anybody who lives with their parents or has whatever kind of situation. But if you've never lived on your own at this point, I'm about to be 30. You just can't relate to some of the things that I need you to relate to when it comes to bills. I've been living on my own since I was like 22. And if you can't relate to like the stress of stuff and figuring things out on your own because you don't pay rent and you live in your childhood bedroom, that's just not for me personally. Sorry. Next answer says, I once went on a date with someone who came to the wine bar already whiskey drunk, told me about how on the morning after he would make me dairy free pancakes and we talked about concerts we had been to. I mentioned the Backstreet Boys and he was like, I can't even talk about Nick Carter. I blame him for the death of my friend. And I was like, this is a lot to unpack right now. So I responded and I said, holy shit, that's a lot. Did he explain why it was Nick's fault? (laughs) 
<laughs> she said, I don't fully remember. I try to block this out from my memory. I want to know why you blame Nick Carter for your friend dying. Is there a valid reason? I don't know, but that sounds kind of crazy. Next one says, if they are rude to the waiter or bartender, again, 100%, that seems to be a common theme. If they're trying too hard to show off, they have money. I say this all the time. My aunt and I and my cousins were just having a conversation about like people who back their car into a parking spot when they have like a BMW, a Mercedes, a Porsche, whatever. And my aunt drives a BMW and my cousin, who's 21, backed into the spot because she pulled their car in for her. And she was like, why the fuck do you do that? And I said to her, I was like, young people do it all the time. But I feel like if you're past a certain age and you're backing in your nice car to a parking spot, you don't really have money because people who have money don't have to show you that they have money. You just know they don't usually care what people think about the car that they're driving because they're driving it because it's normal to them and it's for them, at least the kind of rich people I like. So for me, if you're trying to back your car in so everyone can see the grill on your fucking Mercedes, you obviously have something to prove. And that is obnoxious. So I agree. If you're doing things to try to make it seem like you have a certain lifestyle, even if you do actually live that lifestyle, it's corny to me. There's nothing cooler than people who have things going for them and are financially free and just act like a normal person and don't try to shove it in your face. That's impressive to me. Not somebody who's trying too hard. She also said if they make you split the bill and talking about their ex the whole time. <laughs> so I agree. Talking about your ex the whole time is a no-no. Splitting the bill to me is confusing because this is an interesting woman perspective, right? We're on this whole like feminist kick where like, I can do anything a man can do. We're equal. Don't fucking tell me this. Don't fucking tell me that. But at the same time, a lot of women are still like, but pay for my shit and open my door. So I have to kind of like ask, which one is it? Women have a very different opinion on this. I've, I've spoken to so many women about like paying for the check kind of thing. And answers vary. And I always don't agree with most of them. So I responded and I said, OK, give me your split the bill opinions because women always have a different opinion on this subject. She said, so for the first couple dates, I think the man should definitely pay. That's just me and how I was raised. But it's absolutely okay if the woman wants to pay and offers, that's fine. I think once you're officially dating, then it's okay to split their bill. Personally, my boyfriend pays for everything, but there's times where I will fully pay or we split it. See, I don't understand how this, is, this works because that was confusing to me. Which one is it? Do we split the bill sometimes? Do you pay? Do I pay? I've always been in a relationship because I'm a homo <laughs> with other men where we are both men and there is none of this like let the lady order first or all these fucking weird old school things that we do. So I just get confused like we're supposed to be moving away from this misogynistic supposedly old school old world way of thinking. But then like the women out here who are like, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm a feminist. I can do anything a man could do. But then they're like mad if the guy doesn't pay the bill. Like I know so many women who have gone on dates and come back and told me what an asshole the person was for not paying the bill, not immediately assuming that they're paying the whole bill. When those are the same women who are like, mm, I don't need a man to do anything for me. So like, I'm just confused. Which one is it? Which one do you want to be? 
But, you know, that's a story for another time. I don't know. Like I said, I've always been with men. So we just either split the bill or like someone pays and then the other person pays another time and then I pay the next time and then you pay or like maybe you're having a shit week and I'll pay, you know, like, I don't know. Guys are different. So like, it's never really an issue. We either split it or someone pays. I don't understand this whole thing with the man versus woman dynamic and I don't fucking like it. Next one says, got wasted. <laughs> Few drinks is fine, but plastered is not fine. I agree. This is a big one. If you're getting super fucked up on a first date, that's a problem. That is like such a red flag. What is wrong with you that you need to get so fucked up on a first date? Is that a sign for the future that you're going to be fucked up on all our dates? Or is that like because you can't handle your nerves or something? Whatever it is, it's a fucking bad sign to me. So do not get wasted on a first date. That's crazy. Next one says rude to the waiter. That's a common theme. Or fantasy football. Fantasy football is such a good one. Please don't fucking talk to me about your fantasy football league. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. This one's a story. I love it. Went on a first date with a guy I met on a dating site. He told me his name was Mark. We had a few drinks, talking and everything is going well. And then in the middle of the date, he stopped me and says, by the way, my name isn't Mark. It's Neil. What the fuck? I said, why did you tell me your name was Mark? He said he didn't want his identity to be stolen. I told him your identity can't be stolen. You're just posting a picture and a name. No social, no mother's maiden name, no address. I further told him that if he was worried about someone using his pictures, then he shouldn't be online at all. He didn't believe me. That's crazy. <laughs> you gave this bitch a fake name, not because you didn't want to be seen for whatever reason, but because you thought your identity was going to be stolen. That to me says you have a wife at home that you don't want to find out that you are out on a date with some random bitch from a dating site. That to me says you are married and undercover. She also responded... I went at a guy from a dating site that actually said he wanted to come to my work with his friend and eat on the patio. So I guess she's a server. She said the patio is 105 degrees. He wanted to see if he liked my personality first before he was going to ask me out. What the fuck is that shit? I unmatched with him, obviously. That's fucking weird. If you're telling somebody that you want to see if you like their personality before you actually ask them out and you want to come to their job and visit them because it's a restaurant and you think that's acceptable, first of all, the bitch is working. She probably doesn't have time to sit around and fucking entertain you while she's working at her job, idiot. Second of all, you're going to come in there with your friend and check her out from afar and have a few words of an interaction so you can make the judgment on whether you want this to go further. What kind of self-absorbed prick are you? What if she doesn't like you? What if you're not as cute as you looked in your pictures? What if you're boring and no one wants to fucking talk to you? Why do you just make the assumption that you're obviously good enough for her and you got to make sure that she's what you want? That's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. And that's where the feminist side of me comes out. Why do men think that everyone must want to fuck them? I can't stand this shit where men just act like, well, obviously she wants me, so I need to see if I want her. 90% of the time, men who have that attitude, women are not looking to fuck you. You're probably not that fucking great. And if they were looking to fuck you, as soon as they find out you're a pompous prick, they're going to run for the hills. Or maybe not because women love assholes. <laughs> I don't understand when people have that personality where they just think everyone must want to have sex with them and must be flirting with them. It's very fucking weird. 
This one says, on a first date, he was legit texting his ex-girlfriend. He was like, oh, she's just really unstable and she's having a hard time. Needless to say, I never saw him again. If you are texting your ex on our first date, you're done. I'm just going to get up and leave and not even say anything. I'm just out. Goodbye. Don't ever fucking talk to me again. And if you are texting your ex for whatever reason, why would you say that? Why would you say that? What? Next one says, if they're only talking about themselves and not asking questions about me, talking about exes or getting married, anything unhygienic like picking your nose, being super late or being way too into me if we're not vibing yet, being too flashy. I have a ton of answers. (laughs) I like that. Doing anything unhygienic like picking your fucking nose. Absolutely disgusting. What is wrong with you? Talking about themselves too much and not asking questions about me. 100% agree. There should be like a push-pull, I feel like, on a first date where like each of you kind of says some stuff about each other. I don't know. It's weird. I guess it also depends on like how social of a person you are because everyone's so different and how you interact in social settings and situations. Like, are you comfortable talking about yourself or talking to other people? Like, there's so many factors that go into it. And that's why you either like, match up with someone or you don't. And I feel like you can tell pretty quickly. Next one says, honestly, if we don't want to sit in the car and want to talk for two hours after the date because it went that well, it's probably not worth a second date. That's cool. I like that. I like if you like vibe with someone so much that you want to keep hanging out and you end up doing something silly like getting coffee and sitting in the car by the water or whatever. Like if you had such a good time that you wanted to continue, that's always a good sign. Next one says being sexually forward and not intellectually stimulating. That's good too. On a first date, if you haven't like already set the tone that there's like a sexual thing happening, maybe you just shouldn't assume that there's a sexual thing happening. It depends on like what each person is looking for, what kind of people they are. So I feel like it's also good to establish what page you're on maybe before you go to on the date like if you're just trying to fuck maybe like drop some hints and let that person know what you're looking for because chances are what they're looking for might be very different i mean the gays don't have these problems because they're always ahead of the straights (laughs) and straights will tell me when i talk about tinder oh tinder's gross that's just for hooking up and i'm like "Mm." for the gays actually it tends to be more if you're looking for something a little more serious i guess because they already have an app we've already had an app for if you just want to fuck right now since goddamn 2009 i think (laughs) so maybe the straights need an app called fuck me right now in someone's car (laughs) last one says being late without mentioning you're running late being rude to workers any kind of bible talk If they have kids but have no contact with them. Ooh, that's an interesting one, especially from a woman's perspective. Like, if you're going on a date with a guy and he tells you he has kids, but, like, you don't really have a relationship with them, why is that? I want to find out that story. But I also don't think that that's good first date talk either, don't you think? Any kind of Bible talk, I love that. Anytime, like, someone's too over the top right from the jump with their religion, I'll think to myself, like, Is this how they are? Are they always going to try to convince me of their religion and talk about it nonstop? The same thing with politics. Like, if you're talking about politics all the fucking time, I want nothing to do with you. I really don't. I find it so boring. I think all the politicians are assholes. None of these politicians want to fucking help you as a middle class citizen in America, nor do they ever. I'm so fucking tired of the political conversation. I don't want to hear about it. 
All of these reasons are why I say you should never go to dinner on a first date having said that we're going to dinner. It is the smartest thing in the world, this is my theory, to meet for coffee, super casual, usually in the daytime, usually quick, okay? You want to meet for coffee or you want to meet for drinks. And you want to establish if you're going to meet for drinks in a restaurant and, and sit at the bar or whatever, and you're just meeting for drinks, this is what you do. You let them know that you are just meeting for drinks. Hey, do you want to grab drinks at this time on this day? And if they say yes, great. You go. And before you go in the same conversation, you let them know that you have somewhere to be afterwards. So if you're having drinks at 615, you let them know, hey, I only have an hour because I have to do this, that and the third after. That is your out. If you can't fucking stand them, if you never want to see this person again and you're the kind of person who like you feel awkward or you feel bad just getting up and leaving 15 minutes into a date where you're like, I can't stand this person. I'm never going to see this person again. And you don't want to like suffer through it. But you feel sorry doing that because I get it. I'm the same way. Like I'll sit there for the rest of the time and be like, oh, I don't want to just get up and leave and be like, fuck this person, make them feel bad, especially if they're not an asshole. If they're a nice person, but it's just not the vibe, I don't want to make them feel bad either by just getting up and bouncing and leaving them there alone. Like, that just feels shitty. So establish that you have somewhere else to be. I don't care if it's a lie. I don't like liars, but you know what? Sometimes in a situation like this, you need to tell a little white lie and let them know that I have to be here at this time for this reason, whatever it is, whether you've got kids at home, whether you like tell them it's a friend's birthday, I don't care. Come up with something that gets you the fuck out of that situation if you need to. And then if you sit down for drinks and the hour is going by and you're having a great time, that is the point where you can get yourself out of the lie. <laughs> you can say anything. You can say, oh, my plans were canceled. I forgot to tell you. Do you want to have dinner? You can say, oh, I don't have to go here anymore, whatever. Do you want to have another drink? But at least at that point, you have the option to get out or stay in a short amount of time. I mean, you could also make a joke if you feel comfortable with that person. You feel like it's going to be received well and be like, honestly, I'm said I had somewhere to be in case I had to get the fuck out of here. And this was weird, but I'm actually having a great time. Do you want to continue to have dinner or have a drink and hang out? It could be funny that you wanted to give yourself an out, but let them know I'm actually having the best time and this is fun and I want to stay. How about you? They might enjoy that. I guess it just depends on the person. If someone said that to me, I would think that was great. B, I would feel really good about myself that they wanted to leave, but they actually ended up having a great time. <laughs> Or you might get the person who is just like, you're a fucking asshole. You never know. But whatever you feel comfortable with. But I think it is smart to set something up so you can get out if you have to. And you can be the one to make a decision if you want to stay and hang out. You know, I think that is the smart way to handle it. Okay, so tomorrow I am going to my first NFL football game. We're going to the Giants game. We put this thing together with some of my coworkers and some of our friends. And we're going on a tailgate bus. So basically you like get on a coach bus and they drive you to the game in the parking lot. They set up like a tent and a DJ and they cook food for you and they provide alcohol and it's all included in the price. And you do like a four hour tailgate and then you go to the game. 
and then they take you back home on the bus, which I'm sure will be a very different environment after hours and hours of fucking partying before and during the game. So I have never been to a football game. I've been to a ton of baseball, basketball games. I fucking hate football. I think it's so boring. It is too stop and go for my attention span. It's very gay with these suited up men jumping on top of each other and grabbing each other's balls. (laughs) I fucking hate football. The only reason I tune into the Super Bowl is if there's a good halftime show and I love wings and beer and screaming at a television. So I am there for that. This year, I will be tuned in for the Rihanna concert, okay? There is a football game happening at the Rihanna concert and I will be all there for that. So we are going tomorrow. We're leaving at about 2, and the game doesn't even start until like 8.15. So there's going to be a lot of alcohol flowing in between, and I'm sure a lot of trouble. I bought a tiny microphone that I have to test out and and see how that goes on. But we're going to bring it to the game, and we're going to do a trial run, and we're going to see what goes on with the microphone while we cause some trouble to podcast. So stay tuned for that. Here we go. Okay, side note. After listening back to this audio... After I went to the game and came home, I don't know what I did to this microphone or if this microphone is a piece of shit, right? So there's a setting on all these kind of microphones called the limiter. So basically, if you scream too loud or you get crazy, the limiter will automatically adjust the audio so that your audio doesn't what's called clip. Because if it gets too loud in the microphone, it'll clip and it'll sound like distorted and weird and it like ruins the audio. So a limiter will prevent that from happening if you get too loud. I did not remember to put the limiter setting on. So I didn't put the limiter on and a lot of this audio is clipped and sounds like fucking shit. So I have to reevaluate and decide if I need to fuck with these settings and try it again or if this is just not the right microphone for what I'm doing and I have to return it and swap it out for something different. We're going to find out. So most of this audio sounds like absolute fucking complete shit. So good luck. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Show us your breasts. That's at least boob reference number eight at this point. All I want to see is your nipples. They're free for touching. Free for touching. I got it. I got it. That was. Let's fucking go. Five hours of care. That was the most disgraceful bathroom I've ever used in my life. It's like a porta potty in there. It smells like absolute asshole in there. It smells like literal piss on the floor. And number two. Whatever. What's good? I'm a hot shower later. This is Fab. He's black. I'm black. I'm also a fan. I'm also a fan of the work. So we'll talk about the work. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Alexa! We want to see your nipple. No, she didn't. Do you have anything to say? Ah, that is going to clip in the audio. I just want to re- have a great time, get some bitches, and call it a day. We're trying to make out with strangers. Yeah, make out with strangers for sure. We're going to make out with strangers. We're going to. Yeah. All 2023. Woo! You're potting right now. Don't touch it. What do you have to say, big tits? You're potting right now. You're potting. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Oh, wait. Okay, wait. So question of the week was, what can someone do on a first date that immediately makes you realize you're not going on a second? First, first thing you think of, go. Not cover the check. Yes. Not cover the check. Amen. If you're a girl. If you're a girl. Okay, I got a good one. I don't know. What are we? Oh. Or are you having fun? Okay, anyway, Leah, do you fuck on the first date? What? Do you fuck on the first date? It depends. What about a little blowski action? <laughs> uh, do you you are not fucking on the first date, that's why. And you're not doing I know you. You're not fucking on the first date. Susie. We fucked on the first date and we still are. Okay, well I was just gonna ask you what you think about fucking on the first date, but yeah. clearly it's fine. Hundred percent. Nobody asks you, Mike. We know you fuck on the first date. Nobody asks you. Do you fuck on the first date? If she's down, yeah. Do you fuck on the first date? Okay. Fuck yeah. Kathy. What can someone do on a first date that makes you realize you're not going on a second? We spoke about this, how they treat the server. Oh, good one. Would you fuck on a first date? Um, first date, no. Hook up, possibly, yeah. What does that mean? Like, blowski action? Like, the intentions on what the whole hookup is, if I'm just hooking up, or if I have intentions with somebody. So you're not sucking dick on the first date? No. I am. Good for you. First date. Well, that doesn't count. Are you fucking on the first date? We know the answer is yes, bitch. We know. Are you fucking on a first date? She's not. If you were on a first date, what could someone do where you would be like, I'm never seeing this motherfucker again? Eat like a slob. Yeah! Chew with your mouth open, you gross bitch. Oh my god, let's shout out Sam. She should be here. I'm so sad that Sam's not here because we're texting right now about work and Friday she was like, oh, I should have said that I wanted to go. I'm so sad that I'm not going now. And I said, yes, you should have came. I don't know why she would do that. I really wanted her to come. That was like a real invite. Doesn't she know me at least well enough to know that I don't bullshit? I think she would have loved to be here if she could have planned it out in advance. Sam, show us your nipples. Woo! We love Sam. She's my fave. This motherfucker Joey was smoking a cigarette in the bathroom, okay? The bus got pulled over because the second bus was stuck. Like, that's my motherfucking problem, okay? I'm stuck on the side of the road. This motherfucker at the front wouldn't let me out the door. He wouldn't let me out the door. I never paid to be forced to be stuck in a motherfucking place in my life. Joey, holding up the whole bathroom line, I can't get to my fucking seat. He's smoking cigarettes in the bathroom. He's smoking darts in the bathroom. What the fuck, Joey? I'm nuts. You gotta fuck you, Joey! I wanted a motherfucking cigarette so bad. I got nothing. I got nothing. Joey's ripping darts in the fucking bathroom. Well, everybody's waiting online. Have you lost your fucking mind, Joey? I'm smoking a goddamn douche flute. 
Hey! What's your name? What do you have to say about Joey, Kelly? Joey is not making the first quarter. Fuck Joey. I hate him already. I wanted a cigarette so bad and I had to suffer because I'm a rule follower. This tastes like shit. This tastes this like fucking, fucking fruity pebbles after I threw them up. What's wrong with my sweatpants, you piece of shit? Those things are fucking tight. That's a big request. All right, in conclusion of this segment, fuck Joey and fuck this shit. Look, look at these titties though. Yeah. I can't record those. If you can hear this, it's Susie's titties. Goodbye. Okay, so let me just clarify. There were two buses in our group. Two buses that left from the same place at the same time with this company, okay? One bus behind us got stuck, and we had to stop. We were, like, somewhere in the in the Queens or close to the city on the highway, and we had to pull over and wait for the bus to figure out what was going on and if they could get moving. So we're stopped on the side of the fucking highway, and there's, like, a median in between both sides of the highway with, like, a fucking sidewalk and a gate and a ledge. I wanted to get out and smoke a cigarette because I was drunk and I was fiending, and they wouldn't let me out of the bus because he said it was too dangerous. And then he said he couldn't open the door anyway because the median was like raised it was like a wall in front of the door so it like wouldn't open so we were trapped in this bus even though we weren't even the ones who were broken down and we were like what the fuck are we gonna do for this bus behind us like let's just keep moving and they'll get there when they get there like what are we gonna do to help them but they apparently had something on the bus that we needed i don't know if it was passes or what so then he said the bus driver from the other one was going to walk half a mile to us to tell us what was going on. I said, do you people not have a phone? Can you not communicate? I was so confused. So we, our, our like little group of people sat at the back of the bus. There was like 12 of us. Next to where we were sitting was the bathroom, which smelled like piss at all hours of the day because everyone's drunk and stupid and can't make it into the fucking toilet. It was disgusting. Okay. So <laughs> there's a huge line in the aisle. There's nowhere to wait. It's a bus aisle of people waiting to get in the bathroom. And this guy, Joey, from the front of the bus, had been in the bathroom for like 10 minutes. We're like, is this guy shitting up a storm in there? What's going on? So the whole line of people's like knocking on the door, yelling his name. He comes out wasted out of his face and everyone's yelling at him as he's walking to the front of the bus. And as we're standing there for the next like 45 seconds, this smell of cigarette comes wafting out of the bathroom and down the aisle. And we all realize he was in there chain smoking cigarettes while everyone was waiting trying not to piss themselves and I lost my fucking mind because I was like all I wanted to do was smoke a goddamn cigarette and I couldn't and I'm a rule follower who's not going to be a piece of shit and smoke in the bathroom of the bus and smell it up for everyone else fucking asshole bitch and he comes out reeking of chain smoke someone handed me their vape which was like some kind of weird energy drink Red Bull flavor. I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. So the whole night it was fuck Joey. Fuck that motherfucker. Every time I saw him out at the tailgate, wherever I walked past him, I was like, fuck that motherfucker. I hate him. <laughs> okay, we finally made it 
off the bus into the parking lot. We've been here for what, an hour and a half? I think a little bit more. I've eaten several courses and had several rounds. I am officially drunk. Uh, definitely been here for at least an hour and a half. Had a couple drinks. We're ready to go into the stadium, but we're two hours from kickoff, and we're just downing as many drinks as we can before we go in. We're ready to watch some football and suck some dick. Woo! <laughs> Anthony said no. That's on the second part. Anthony wants to see some new pussy lips, but we can't find them anywhere. Rihanna's on! She's headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. What time is it? 6.18. Are you drunk? A little bit, yes. Me too. I'm also stoned. I wish. Okay. It's 6.15. We have two hours of this shit left, and I am already... Bro, it's going to be a fucking disaster. Michael, take your boobs out. I don't have those. I'm already at level eight, and I haven't even gotten the stadium. Okay, honestly, I quit football tailgating because I drank too much and I ordered too many shots. I quit. That's it. Football tailgating is no longer for me. Take your boobs out. Fix my hair. Alexa and her pussy lips are dominating cornhole. How do you feel about your cornhole being the number one player on cornhole? I hate you. Get away. What are you drinking? Uh, nothing. Absolutely. What's in that cup, teacher of third grade? Pineapple juice. Apple juice my ass. It's pineapple and tequila. She's going to prison. Absolutely not. Rate your tailgate experience from one to ten. Six. Rate your tailgate experience from one to ten. As my first, a six as well. I'm gonna give it a seven, but I'm also super drunk and stoned. Yes, indeed. What music at? Rate your tailgate experience from one to ten. Ten. Eight. Eight point two. I gave it a seven and a half. What about you? Eight. I'll give it a seven and a half. Wow, we're all having so much fun. I'll bring that from a seven to an eight for the Stromboli. I would agree. Especially because the tortellini was from a jar. Yes. All right. So bring it down to an eight. I have work at 5 a.m. <laughs> I'm off tomorrow. I have to be at work at 8.30. I'm off tomorrow. Oh, my God. Did we talk about that? Shout out to all my Jews who are celebrating their holiday. Are you or have you ever been Jewish? Uh, never been Jewish, but I make latkes. Yeah. Are they good? Would a Jewish person say they're good? Wow. You're such a prude. I like it that way. Prude? Uh, or in yeah. your mouth? Uh, I like to come off that way. She likes to put it in her mouth is what she meant. So if you are single and above the age of 28 with a stable job and health insurance, Alex and her perfect hair are looking for some fat dick. Anyway, back to Alex's vagina. It is It's currently in the market to be filled. Only by appropriate suitors. By appropriate suitors who have eight inch wieners or above. Eight plus inches. She may need a dilator, it's been a while. What is going on in your home? Better if we don't talk about it. Well, it doesn't sound great. You heard I are on uh, 
Oh, are you mid-size American caravan bitches? <laughs> are you Kia drivers? Because <laughs> I'm out here looking for an Escalade. That's a good mom mobile. Yeah. No, that was an analogy for dicks. <laughs> also that. We were talking. <laughs> we have to drink more before we get in. Okay. And that's that on that. Any last words? I'm glad that Michael knows so much about my sex life. Maybe your Kaslapis has something to say. <laughs> that's all you get. That was like a pap smear. I mean, I've never had one, but I think that's what it's like. Do you want me to swab your virgin lips for COVID? All right, I gotta go wash this windscreen. Okay, I've been here for several hours, and it's still fuck New Jersey. Yeah, the Dirty Jers is unbelievable. Fuck Dirty Jers. You look real good in your bucket hat. I love it, man. Put it on your breasts. I'm going to later. I love a nice titty. We've been out here for three hours. It's apparently time to go in. What, are, what is going on with these helicopters? I have zero interest in this football game. I wanna go to the game. I just want to drink more at the bar and buy a beanie hat. I couldn't give a fuck less about the game. There is an inflatable, like the ones at the car dealership, swaying back and forth in front of me, and it's making me claustrophobic and paranoid. I feel like I've been sexually assaulted by, by the car dealership inflatable. We lost everyone. I don't know where. Call them and tell them we're by the... Rapist inflatable. We're by the child molester inflatable. <laughs> oh man. That's it, I quit. Go Giants. Okay, halftime. So far, I still rate my experience as an 8 out of 10 because I've never been here before. This is great. I love football. I couldn't give a fuck less about football, and our seats are shit. But it's so cool. We're walking down to Sneaky Link with some seats that don't belong to us. Go Giants! Woo! We're sneaking into seats that don't belong to us. And I spilled a drink off the ledge of the 300s. Where you missed that. And someone is wearing the beer that I knocked over the edge. Oops, sorry. <laughs> the fireworks went off while I was smoking an illegal cigarette on the sideline, and I thought the club was getting shot up. I'm too drunk to do this much walking. We're almost there. Okay. Talk to you never. Bye. Honestly, I really did knock the beer by accident. I was standing with my friend Mike and we were smoking a cigarette on like the side outside where like the building kind of opens up and you can see down to the concrete because there's like no smoking in the stadium. But we realized that all the real dirtbag chain smokers will just collect over there and smoke. <laughs> and the security will walk up and down and just be like, oh, you have to put that out. But nobody really does anything. They say it and they move on. So smoking a cigarette over there and he's got his beer on the ledge. Why the fuck would you do that? I mean, it was a plastic cup. Obviously, they don't give you glass at a game but I knocked it over because I was talking with my hands like I fucking do and it just went down 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 and I was praying to God that it didn't fucking hit anyone I felt so bad but in those situations you just like flood away you just run away and pretend it never happened and it wasn't me but I felt so bad and then I looked down later and I realized it was just like the parking lot entryway or whatever so chances are it didn't hit anyone but I felt really bad <laughs>
<laughs> and my brother and I snuck down. We like we realized my stepdad's friends were there. And um we went down there to see them and they were in like the the section like directly below us. But we were in the 300s, they were in the 100s. So we were literally sitting four rows from the last row in the stadium. That's how high we were, which not that it matters at the game cuz you can see plenty anyway. But then we went down below to where they were and they were like seven rows off the field pretty much. And they told us that the two seats in front of them, nobody had been sitting in the whole time. So when we walked in the section, I mean, I do this shit all the time. I was telling my brother when the girl was like looking at the other person's ticket, I was like, just go, just go, just go, just flood, just go. (laughs) Don't stop. Just keep walking like you belong there. And it was during halftime. So, so many people are coming in and out. They don't know the fucking difference of who belongs in that section and who doesn't. And they don't recheck everyone's tickets. So we just flooded in there. And the two seats in front of my stepdad's friends were just empty the whole time so we sat there for the whole second half of the game literally like seven rows off the field in the end zone my brother's trying to explain to me what the fuck's going on it was the giants cowboys game which is a great game apparently and they were like it was super close at the end and everybody kept saying wow this is such a good game it's such a good game and i'm like what what makes this a good game i don't understand they're losing and he's explaining to me like what they could do and how they might come back and i just had no fucking idea what was going on nor did i care but honestly 10 out of 10 for my first experience at a game i kept asking everybody like is this a really good tailgate or is this just what a tailgate is? And they were like, no, this is a pretty good one. I had the best fucking time all day. I drank way too much. I was doing shots of Jack. Uh, That's not really my thing, but whatever. (laughs) I had the best time. Then we leave the stadium and my brother and I were obviously separated from everyone because we were sitting in the good seats for the second half. So trying to get back to the parking lot, every like everything, if you've been to MetLife, is labeled with letters and numbers. So we were in like parking L2 where the bus would be for to pick us up. And we could not find it for the life of us. We were looking up a map (laughs) on the phone. We must have walked in circles for like a good half hour trying to get to the fucking bus and find the spot. All the while having to pee and not wanting to stop because I was afraid the bus was going to leave us. We made it back and it was different energy on that bus. Everyone like passed out after the first 10, 20 minutes. I fell asleep. We didn't get back till like 2.30. It was a disaster. I got home and I swear it was like a hangover the night of. I had such a fucking headache when I got home. All I wanted to do was go to sleep. All I wanted to do was go to sleep. So I came home and literally like took the fastest shower and just passed out and was dead to the world until like two o'clock today. I wanted nothing to do with it. 10 out of 10 for my first tailgate and football game experience. Will I do it again? Maybe not. I don't think it's necessary for me to be that tired. (laughs) But you never know. We'll see. I had the best fucking time. All right, sluts. That's all I got for you. In conclusion, plan for your first dates. (laughs) Plan an escape (laughs) if you need it. Do not overcommit to how much time you're going to spend with them if you haven't met or aren't sure that you're going to have a good time. Plan an exit strategy for if you need it. And don't be a fucking piece of shit and be, you know, hiding that you're married, showing up on dates, because that's what I think that identity stealing guy really was doing. He was trying not to let his wife find out that he was on dates with random bitches from the Internet. All right. As usual, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Mickey, not the mouse. Make sure whatever 
streaming platform you are using, you are leaving a review, five stars, whatever the capabilities are of your favorite streaming platform. Otherwise, you are a nasty bitch. Why would you be here listening to this and enjoying yourself if you're not going to let everyone know, specifically the algorithm, that you were enjoying this? Take a screenshot, share it on your story of you listening in the car or at work, wherever you are, and make sure you tag me in it at Mickey Not The Mouse, and I will repost it. And that's all of our business for today. I will see you motherfuckers next Wednesday. Goodbye.